Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. Hi, everyone. It's great to be with you again. Today, I wanted to ask Ruan about the five C's. He's invented this concept of the five C's of what makes a successful broker, and it's in week five of the Broker Journal. And I wanted to get some more updates from him as to what the five C's are and how they apply to a successful mortgage broking business. Ruan, can you tell us about this concept? I can, Marissa. I think when we have brokers and and brokers go through the proposition with clients, I think sometimes there's so many things happening when we can try and simplify to ourselves just to make sure we tick the boxes along the way. And if you think about it, Marissa, you know I've been brokers for a long time and if you Go back on our journey, and I'm thinking of mine where it started in 2006. Uh, one of the things then, as I can tell you, the word compliance was not a word that I know knew that well. Uh, where today, I mean, every broker knows the word compliance back to front, almost to the point where we know if you don't sell compliantly, you're putting yourself at risk. And these five C's comes uh, maybe from a bit of a play if you think about the five C's of credit, the five C's of approving a deal. You know, we've always talked about the character, all the different things that you had to pay attention to. So this five C's play on that same five C's of approving a deal, but it comes down to compliance, control, communication, common sense, and client. Everything here is about the client, and uh, I'll put it with compliance first and foremost, just purely because nowadays brokers go, there's so much compliance going around. But it is the very thing that if something goes wrong, that is there to protect you. Mm. So we can look at this in a negative, or we can look at this as a positive and go, man, this protects me. That can only be a good thing. Yeah, and it, it protects you, it protects the client. So it's one of those necessary evils, isn't it? You know, Agreed. we do need compliance and it is important that we have it. And there, you know, it is a protection mechanism for both sides. And, and if that compliance is good, you've got to look at the control and respect of how you present this to the client and how, how you go about it. And I've made this note um, with people on the broker journal that I deal with. And one of the things I said to them, if you don't create the platform you play on, you will get played. Mm. I mean, there's so many times where a client will go, can you do this for me? Can you do that? And I've the stories are out there where a broker has tried to help the client and at the end of the day, it you know, blows up in the broker's face because charity begins at home and the client forget that they were the ones that wanted the broker to get the deal approved this way or the other. So for me, that control is the very thing that is non-negotiable. Mm. If this is how business needs to be done, and I mean... A, a lot of businesses, I can take yours as an example, these parameters are set and your loan writers that come through the uh, journey, they know that we control with this way to protect us, to protect the client and to protect the process. And therefore, that communication becomes key. How do you communicate this? I use this term for having brokers over the years and I call it the ASPER term. And it's if you can't say to a client, as per my text, as per my email, as per my voicemail message, then the reality of it is you've left the door open. Mm. There's a question to be asked whether your communication was on par. So as per is that good way just for you to take quick stock on did you tick the boxes along the way? Yeah, and I think for me, 
Like communication is actually the most important thing to ensure you're delivering a good customer experience. Yeah. I think if, if you had to say just the most important thing, it would be communication from my perspective. So I just feel like that's such an important one. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, at the end of the day, clients are going to hold you to what you told them. Mm. So that is why it is such a key. And then the, the communication, what I love with you just saying that is such an important one for you. This is where the common sense come in. Yeah. If if you just think that they know these things and you haven't communicated it, you've just left the door open again. Mm. So I think if you think about even in your business and things, it's uh, those moments where the, the broker goes or the loan writer goes, yeah, but I, I thought they knew that. Well, yeah. they don't. They're not the broker. <laughs> you know, that's definitely a trap that brokers can fall into because we – know so much and we forget what people don't know. Yes. You know, we we take it for granted that we have the knowledge that we have and, you know, and the longer you're a broker, actually, sometimes the worse you get at this because you think that it's just common knowledge, but there are a lot of things that we know that aren't common knowledge and that you do need to share that you know, share that knowledge with your clients and also with new staff members at start as well. That very point there is sometimes where a younger loan writer or a new loan writer, you know, gets taken on the wrong journey because they now get to be invited into an appointment with the older broker and that broker missed these certain points. The new broker doesn't see it. The new broker doesn't know it. So it's almost like you can't teach them to do what you do. You've got to teach them to do what you did. Mm. And this is where the five C's came for me from. It's um, If you think about dealing in banking and uh, all those years ago, and you think about dealing even in broker at the start, yeah. the five C's of credit was really important. If you couldn't tick those five C's, then a credit analyst could almost come back to you and go, you haven't done everything. So the five C's and broking for me in respect of that compliance, the communication, the control, the common sense, and the client that almost encompasses it all, is just as important. If you were to put the phone down and you don't feel like one thing has dropped with that client, pick the phone back up. If you go and ask yourself, if I got to go through those five C's, can I tick them all? No, I can't. Pick up the phone again and have that conversation. That one moment in time where that client goes, oh, I'm so happy you phoned me back Mm. because I wasn't, I thought, yeah, I couldn't remember now. I didn't know. And just thank you so much. It's just that moment when you realize how crucial the five C's are in making sure that this relationship you have with the client is one that at the end of the day becomes a client or that becomes a raving fan, the client that you can ask the Google review from and they go, I would love to do that for you. I mean, you just can't beat that outcome just because you followed a system that protected you and in turn protected them. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And tell me something, Marissa, if you just think of your business now and you've seen these things and I've put a word to it, I've put <laughs> I've put C's to it, so to speak. In your business, I would like to think that, um, you know, most of our businesses has that flavor almost to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think the 5C model that you've developed really hits the nail on the head for what every good mortgage broking business really needs to cover off on and make sure that they're doing well and make sure that they're doing well consistently. I mean, that's really the key, isn't it? It is. And I, and I think if we can just um, take a minute on each of them, I, I've said the other thing here and it's about the power of words too. Mm. You just said earlier, communication to you is the one that stands out. That is almost a starting point. Yeah. For me, that's definitely the one that stands out, but that's nothing without the others. So I guess, you know, that's where you've got to consider all of them. Agreed. That being said, I've put compliance first only because I know how important compliance became to our industry and important became in us doing business. Mm. But I do believe 
all of these things is about communication. All of these things is people at the end of the day will take away because what was being said. Mm. And it gets me to that power of words. Um, I, I have, you know, I've had the sessions with different groups. And one of the things I use in this particular week was angry versus anxious. And I go, be so careful to use the word angry and say, I understand why you're angry. Why? Because you've just given them the authority to be angry. Mm. But using the word anxious makes more sense to me because half the time it isn't maybe that they're at that point angry as much as they are anxious, only because they don't know what comes next. And if we don't communicate that clearly to them and control the narrative and respect of the expectation... Anxious does become angry. Yeah. But I do believe with anxious you can influence. With angry, I think you will get influenced. Yeah, I think that communication is definitely the thing that either makes for a great client experience or a poor client experience. So it is, a, you know, it is a differentiator out there in the market. And it just, I find it so hard to believe that there are some brokers that don't see that that communication piece is so important. You know, sometimes it might be because they're super busy and they get caught up in in doing things. And I guess that's true with all of these five C's is that it's easy when you're busy to feel like you can make excuses to drop the ball on one of them. But at the end of the day, that does have significant consequences. This is the funny part about this. Uh, you, you said the easiness of things. The weekly insight in that particular week says the heart wrote, Someone once asked me, why do you always insist on taking the hard road? I replied, why do you assume there's two roads? And I think it is so true when you think about these things. They can become a lot of work, almost so to speak, to do, but they become your norm tomorrow in the respect of the way you do business. And then it ends where it needs to end, which is the client engagement and the client experience. The one that makes them go tomorrow, you know what, there's a reason we chose to deal with you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you told us what we can expect. You've measured it exceptionally well. And by the way, that that communication, control and communication to me is almost hand in hand. Mm. Conversing is one thing. Controlling that conversation is another. Just talking to people for the sake of talking doesn't give them any comfort and about what they have to do because we know what we have to do are we really articulating that well enough to the client to understand what to expect in respect of what we got to do? And I think this is the key for me with the five C's has always been, you know, the common sense. Don't don't think of it to be that common when you are the one that does this every day and they are not doing it every day. And I, I call this the, the mechanic conversation. You know, at the end of the day, someone takes the car to the mechanic. I, for one, don't want to know what the engine looks like or what it means, but I'm keen to ensure that it is fixed or maintained and everything is working. And I'm always saying, you know, you can get that mechanic that gets your car washed and your wheels buffed, but the reality of it is you're going to remember them. Yeah. If you had to take your car back in two weeks' time and two months' time, you're not going to remember that they cleaned your car nicely. You're going to only remember that they didn't really fix what was broken. Yeah. And I and I have a thing I wrote down here, and it is the three things that I say to to new brokers that you really got to pay attention to. And this is make sure a client understands the three things that's very important to your clients. And it's how much is it going to cost? How much time is it going to take? And can you do it for me? Yes. Make things that easy for someone that doesn't do this every day, that it goes when they walk out of there and go, this is as clear as day of what is happening next. Yeah. I think that communication and that clarity is really important. I think you've definitely hit the nail on the head with what are the fundamentals that you have to get right. Yeah. I think it's just, um, you, it's good to read these things and it's a, it's an intention to at best. And I've got, um, if you look at the action sheet, I go ask, do I think um, about the sea which each time when I meet with a client, referrer or my support staff? If not, why not? 
what does my compliance process look like? What does my communication process look like with my clients? How does it look work with my lenders? What does communication process look like with my support staff? How do I make my clients feel? Do I make them feel like clients or customers? I love that question. <laughs> That's my favorite. How do I make the clients feel? Because I, I honestly think that yeah. clients don't remember what you did for them but they do remember the way they felt. 100% agree. And what what processes do you have to make sure that is the end product? That's right. So how are you making your clients feel throughout the journey? That is such a big one. Yeah. And on that note, I think we are running out of time. So I am going to wrap it up, but there's so much more we could talk about here. And we definitely want to get your questions. So Ruan, where should people send their questions to? Just send it to hello at uh, successandbroker.com.au. Anything in this sense that you've experienced and it didn't work, please do share with us. More than happy to give you our thoughts. And if you've got any ideas for future topics, we'd love to hear them. We'd also love you to subscribe and share the podcast with anyone that you think would find it useful. And as always, we're really grateful to be bringing these to you. Thank you so much for your support and we'll see you again next time. Beautiful. Thanks and have a great day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and the Broker Journal, driving broker routines and behaviors for better client outcomes. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode.